Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette for all your pop culture needs. We're America's Podcast. everybody i'm as always i'm nicholas i'm joined by cheer captain justin oh yeah and, and um well i i want to say uh survivor but yeah i like that i'll take uh, it <laughs> survivor uh jeremy <laughs> welcome to the club jeremy yes thanks it's an honor now, now all three of us right yep yeah I mean, now granted, mine was over a year ago, but still, you know. Yeah. All right, well then. So, where in the ninety-eight percentile? Oh, uh, isn't it like ninety-nine percentile? It, with Jeremy, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, how is everybody's week? Well, I mean, obviously, I know, <laughs> I know, Jeremy's wasn't the best. <laughs> I had busy, busy. Yeah, I mean, well, other than feeling like I was getting stabbed in the throat repeatedly um, and getting fatigued just walking up a flight of stairs, it was pretty good. Oh, okay. Uh, right. the, f- the fatigue will last a while. Yeah. Well, definitely. Well, it, like I said, it's different for everybody. I mean, when, when Jess had it, she lost her, her sense of, of taste and smell for close to a month. That's crazy. You know, I I had it for like an afternoon, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I didn't experience any of the loss of taste or smell. Well, I didn't. I didn't either. But I didn't like, either. No, I woke up one morning, and then after you know, after an hour or two after I woke up, like I started to feel kind of, eh, and I just took a nap. Yeah. And then I woke up, and I was like, "All right, I'm better now." Oh wow, <laughs> that's mine, amazing. Mine, mine felt a lot like the flu, where it was I was cold and I had the chills, and then I had a fever, and that lasted like a day and a half. Yeah, I mean, she she felt bad for maybe like it was more like Jeremy, maybe a little less than a week, a couple days where it was pretty bad, but not bad enough that it was ever like take me to the hospital. But, you know, well, I generally don't feel bad about things. So, (laughs) yeah, but no, I I had maybe an afternoon, maybe a day where I was like, eh, I don't really feel very well. But then like, you know, I went back to just, you know, not, you know, eh, whatever. Yeah. That's nice. It was. I mean, if I'm <laughs> going to get it, I'd rather do do it that way. So yeah, for sure. So well, we are in the middle of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Playoffs. <laughs> we had. Uh, we had. You know, the Bills uh, Patriots game. I watched a lot of that yesterday, and it is a lot of fun watching the Patriots just get destroyed. I was expecting that game to be a lot more competitive than it was, which I don't know why I thought it would be, but but that, was, I, it's that just, was nice to watch. It's yeah. not as much fun watching the paint. Ooh, hey, look at me. Oh, amateur hour. <laughs> um, it was not as much fun watching the Patriots get it handed to them as it, uh, as it was when Tom Brady was there. That's true. <laughs> 
I think uh, Josh Allen was just tired of the uh, cold toes narrative, so he had something to prove. He had a chip on his shoulder. The Bills played about the most perfect offensive game that you could play. I mean, oh, yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. Seven, seven drives, seven touchdowns. I mean, mm-hmm. I kept seeing a bunch of memes like when I play rookie mode on Madden, <laughs> it shows the <laughs> box score score line. Nice. Well, and one of the things I read on uh, on Facebook or Twitter, I don't remember which, it was like the Bills did the following, like, you know, all of this offensive things. And the Patriots defense was ranked in the top five of the in the NFL this year. It was like, okay. I mean, I remember at the beginning of the season saying Packers Bills Super Bowl, and then the Bills were making me look kind of stupid there for a little bit. But man, I mean, obviously it could change depending on who they face next week. But I'd like to see it be the Packers and the Titans. Just to make Tony go uh crazy, like good <laughs> game. That would be entertaining. He'll wear his. I bet. I bet he would wear his Derrick Henry jersey. You think he'd wear that over any of his Packers stuff? Yep. Huh. I'll put that on the podcast right now. Put that bet out there. That's the All Super right. Bowl. If that's the Super Bowl, he's wearing a Derrick Henry jersey. Okay. All right. You heard it here uh, first. I mean, I I know a lot of people were freaking out about the that call towards the end of the uh, the Bengals. Bengals. Raiders game, but I, I've watched it a couple times, and you barely hear that whistle, and the whistle clearly, clearly did not affect the play at all. No, nah, it didn't. Okay. It didn't. <laughs> I had to I think mean, about it for a second. I was like, did it affect it? No, it didn't. No, I mean... You that, see how much those guys continue to play after the whistles anyways, and you're telling right. me he just stopped on like a silent whistle? No, I heard a, I heard a whistle somewhere. I just stopped playing. Right. I mean, well, and and uh, Burrow already threw the the ball was pretty much in the receiver's hands by the time the whistle like got blown. Like it just it was. There's no way it just didn't. So stop it. I mean, yes, the NFL messed up by the absolute letter of the law, but it didn't affect the outcome of the play. I think the. I think the outrage would have been just as great had they taken that touchdown off the board. Yeah, true. The NFL messes up a lot of calls. I think it was weird how they were waiting to comment on it till later, though. It was like, just, I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. And then the the Eagles-Patriots game went exactly how I – not Patriots. Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Pretty much went exactly how I expected it to go. Oh yeah, yeah. I, mean, I didn't. It, I didn't get to watch any of that game. I was at that competition, so that. Was... Yeah, that, I mean, it's a. It was a joke that the Eagles made it into the playoffs in in of itself. Kind of like it's a joke that the the Steelers are in the playoffs about to get just throttled <laughs> by the Chiefs. Hey, we could, could have an upset alert right here. You never know. Big big bad. The NFL NFL knows Ben's on his way out. Maybe they're going to be like, let's help this guy out a little. Maybe. Um, Okay. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Green Bay, losing quarter or winning quarterback retires. (laughs) Loser, loser has to retire. Second, not WWE. All right. I mean, it could be. I doubt it very seriously. But (laughs) if you lose, you're out of the NFL. (laughs) Um. All right. So now that we know that the 49ers have won. Yes. And and we know that Tampa won. Mm-hmm. 
where do the four are we getting the 49ers regardless of what happens? Yep. Yeah. They're okay. the they're the six seed. Okay, I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember. So they're so, coming they're coming up to Green Bay next Sunday, I believe it is. Well, who matter no matter who won, they're all coming to Green Bay. Well, that's who's coming next week. And then when they dispatch the 49ers in Green Bay, whoever wins between the the Buccaneers and the the Rams Cardinals, which I think will be a much better ch- uh, game than the the Buccaneers Eagles. I mean, I think that the Rams are the Cardinals. Both of them are very capable of beating Tampa. I hope it's the Rams that we face later. Stafford likes to turn the ball over to Green Bay. Always that has, is, always that will. Is, that is true. He does enjoy that, um, and I enjoy it too. I mean, that would be the. I think that would be the better path to the Super Bowl. It would be the Rams. I know there's probably a thought that says that they want Tampa to win because they want revenge for last year, and but I just don't want Tom Brady anywhere close to the Super Bowl. <laughs> You'll have to pay me ten dollars if he makes the uh, conference championship. That is true. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, all right. Well, okay. So, um, Jeremy and I had a chance to watch the first three episodes of Peacemaker. You were busy this weekend, so I know you did. Yeah. But I sent you the opening credit scene. I I did watch that because I got home. <laughs> In time to watch the end of the game and the opening credits. Okay. <laughs> I have to say this much. I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed all three episodes. I thought it, they were really well done. Oh, yeah. Um, but that opening credit scene <laughs> might might be one of the best opening credit scenes to a TV show in the better part of a decade or longer. <laughs> like, maybe it's amazing. Definitely. Yeah, uh, it, it was hilarious watching the opening, especially it's, like Cena's face. He's just so serious. It's just, oh, and then it's his so, eagle. Oh, it's so absurd. And just wait till you watch the series and like the the show. I mean, yeah. I, I we won't necessarily talk about it too much, just because I don't want to spoil anything for you. But the as soon as we watched all three episodes, uh, you know, she looks at me and goes. This is better than any DC movie we've ever watched. Is that really high praise, or is that just like the bar <laughs> so low? I will let you. I will let you decide how you want to ter- uh, determine well, that. Uh, some of the Batman ones are up there pretty high. Well, I, I mean, I think she was more referring to like the new, like the after Man of Steel version. Okay. Of, you know the. The DCEU or the Snyderverse, but you know, but like it's amazing. Like I thought the last Suicide Squad movie, the one where John Cena was in, yeah. was okay. It was clearly better than the first one, but it still nice. wasn't that good. But this show uh, is so good. Yeah, this show is awesome. <laughs> it, All right, I look forward to checking it out. Yeah, I didn't uh, really have any expect. Oh, I had a little expectations because it's James Gunn, but. Man, right. th- that was like, yeah, I was impressed very much. I so. mean, if, if I had to nitpick anything, it's it's the vigilante character so far, but I'm vigilante, and it's just solely because I've read the comic books. Okay. And I know who vigilante is in the comic books. 
and that's not exactly the comic character. I mean, it's it's a very accurate costume, and he has the same name, but like his demeanor or attitude in the show is very different than it is in the comic books. Mm. But I've come to at this point just be like try to divorce what I know from the comics from what I know for the movies or TV shows. Um, Right. But yeah, I mean it, and I'll put it to you this way, Justin, this show had to be on HBO. It could not be on a C on the CW like every other DC show. Perfect. Yeah. I feel like like there's a lot of shows like even when they did Constantine, they put that on the wrong network. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, because I didn't, I think I only watched the first couple episodes of that because that was NBC, right? Or, yeah, NBC or ABC. One of those where it didn't belong. Right. It's definitely too dark for the network. Yeah, that, that, that should have been like a sci fi or a USA or something like that. But anyway, um, so. I recommend the Peacemaker series. Uh, let's see, what do we have? Let's okay. Oh, I, I work with a guy who was talking about the series coming out, and then he was talking about how you know Marvel's way better than DC with everything, which I mean, not not wrong. But then he asked me, he's like, "Can you even name three DC characters that aren't without counting Batman or Superman?" Well, and I, yeah, I, I rattled off like 20, 25. Did well, he, he realize he was talking to one of the I'm co-hosts like, of Pop Culture Roulette? I was like, oh, that's easy. And then I just... right, name, name three DC characters that aren't like, did he mean like just not in the Justice League or just that aren't, not? that aren't Batman or Superman? OK, Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, I just went <laughs> off. Uh, or, or, I mean, if you want to get more obscure, Vigilante, Martian, Manhunter, um, I, Ambush, I, ambush I, Buck. I uh, was like, you know, Zatanna, Swamp Thing. Blue Beetle. Um, Booster Gold. Yeah, so I really just, had I, little faith. I just went off. He's like, okay. Black. It's Every time I'd walk by, I'd just start rattling him off. He's like, he's like, okay, enough. Black Adam, uh, Shazam. Uh, Constantine. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. So um how do you guys we might have talked about there's a couple things here. I don't know. What are your feet what is your feelings on Quantum Leap? Never seen it. Neither that's right. You guys are young enough that you probably never watched that show. I like the always sunny episode they did about it. <laughs> but that's all I know. Is how so you're we're starting off. Haven't seen it. That's over two. Okay. Um. All right. Because they're going to do a reboot. Or when they announced it, it was a reboot. But the more they started talking about it, the more it's become a sequel, not a reboot. Where um, they just haven't said if Scott Bakula is going to be in it or not. I assume. Oh. I assume that if it's going to be a sequel, they'll they'll probably have him in like an episode or two just to be like, Oh, yeah. How, how old is that dude? Like 70? Scott Bakula. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll pull that up. Okay. All right. 
Because isn't he doing like NCIS New Orleans now? Or oh yeah, something like that. Yeah, I know he was doing one of the Star Trek shows for a while. Sixty-seven. Oh, okay. okay so you're not too. I mean, one of the two guys that was in because Quantum Leap. Um, I mean, all right. Quick recap on the show: Quantum Leap was set. Spoilers. No, this is for the original show. <laughs> Spoilers. From 1988 to 1992. I think you guys are whatever it was. It was 89 to 93. Okay, so I was close. Um, so every week was basically a different episode. There was very little carryover um, for, for the show other than uh, Scott Bakula and Dean Stockwell. So Scott Bakula had invented... This like he was trying to invent time travel, but he accidentally like sent himself into the body of a different person. And then the only way to get out of the body was to like solve a problem. So every week was just kind of like, we want to go back to the 70s. We want to go back to the 50s. We want to put him at uh, Watergate. We want to put him at, uh, you know, what? So they would, you know, they would also, you know, every so often you'd get a preachy episode, but like. You know, one week he'd be in a woman's body. The next week he'd be in a man's body. One oh, week he'd be oh. a, a <laughs> Can child. they do that this, Not this anymore. day and age? One, one week he'd be a... No, so like, so like most of the time, like you would see Scott Bakula, but you would like whenever he'd look at himself in the mirror, he would see the other person. Right. So like right. everybody else only saw him as that person. And then he had a hologram friend, Dean Stockwell, who was still in the future, who would, was able to project himself back as a, as a hologram and like help him like get through whatever he was getting through. And then, so it was always just like, Oh, the next leap will get me back to my body. And, or, you know, so I don't know how they're going to like, they, I, I don't really remember how it ended. I just, I think the last was him finally getting back into his body, but I don't remember the, like the whole reason that the, the like experiment started. Like I said, I think it was time travel, but I'm not entirely sure. Hmm. Um, so I don't know if they're basically just going to like, you know, the government's going to restart the project and it's going to go just as badly then as it did the first time or. Just never learn. Oh. Yeah. Wait, well, we can do it now. The technology's better. <laughs> Joke's on so, you guys. <laughs> so uh, in any interest in something like that or any interest in going back and rewatching the original series or. Uh, probably uh, not. I no. mean, it's okay, hard so enough just to get me to watch current things. That okay, so that's that's just a me thing. All right. Well, how about this one? Uh, I I want to say I know I this is not the first time this has come up, but I don't know if it's come up since we started re-recording. Uh, Disney Plus is doing a National Treasure series. Oh yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah. Okay. Well, they they've announced some more of the cast. Okay. Um, it is going to be, uh, well, Disney plus, I mean, it is, it's going to be a, a rock. Very, no, no, not quite that, but okay. it's going to be like a super diverse young cast. Okay. You know, um, Bruckheimer is producing it just like he did the first two movies. I think he's writing parts of it, but you know, other people, they just haven't said how much Nick Cage is going to be involved with it. If at all. Nothing but Nick Cage. Yeah, he better be at least yeah. in some way, shape, or form. That's yeah. what I would think. I, the only thing I'm hoping is is that it doesn't keep us from getting a third uh, National Treasure movie. 
because I really do enjoy those first two National Treasure movies. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree. Um, I'll give it a shot. I'll see see what it's about, but I do worry. When, do you know uh, when that is supposed to be coming out? No, because I don't think they they they've started filming yet. So I think it's probably later this year, maybe okay. next year. I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll talk about it again. But since we're on the Disney Plus train, they did oh, announce my notebook. <laughs> uh, they did announce another series that I know for a fact that you two will be interested in. Okay. They're bringing Tim Allen back. <laughs> and they're uh-huh. doing and they're doing San- and they're doing Santa Claus the series. I heard about that. That's awesome. Um, he he's he's getting older, so he wants to explore the you know the possibilities of retirement or what it was what it's going to take to retire. So Tim I, Allen or the Santa Claus? Both, probably. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be a, as much of a commentary on himself as it will be. I, I was the, thinking the, you were like Tim Allen's getting older and he wants to retire, so he's going to do Disney shows. <laughs> he just it's wants right. one big payday before it all ends. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I guess um, I guess he's bringing on a lot of the uh, Last Man Standing uh, crew that he was just working with, like mm-hmm. writers, direct uh, writers, directors, the set people. Um, I just hope that they don't alienate the three movies. I mean, they can maybe forget about the third movie, but I just I hope that they they try to go back and get a lot of the remaining the original cast to at least do cameo roles or like you know maybe not have bernard on every episode but you know yeah, uh, why not what's he some, up to <laughs> some kind of mention of him and have him just at least make an appearance right since they completely ignored him in the third movie altogether <laughs> yeah i mean i know well, maybe I, he read the script and went nope that's actually kind of what it was <laughs> <laughs> um what and what's the what was uh, his son's name in that movie? Oh God! Uh, whatever. I don't know. I I know that the the three Santa Claus movies are about all that kid has ever done. So you know he's probably just sitting around going, "Back in it, baby. All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Another paycheck. Maybe maybe they'll let me take over as Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. You know Judge Reinhold sitting around going back on TV. All right. Those royalties are starting to dry up a little bit. (laughs) But, you know, like, all right. I mean, I'm not as much forward looking to the second season of Mighty Ducks, but I thought the first season of Mighty Ducks was really good. Um, So given Disney Plus's track record with TV shows, WandaVision was excellent. Loki was good. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier was awesome. Hawkeye was awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bad Batch was pretty good. Oh, Mandalorian, uh, Star Wars, the continuation of the Clone Wars stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, both seasons of Mandalorian were good so far. I'm I'm really digging Book of Boba Fett. Um, so you know, so far Disney Plus, at least with the shows that I've watched, have a pretty good track record. So I'm hoping that you know they're going to bring because it unlike. You know, like other shows when they're like, we're going to do a show based on a movie. Uh, the quality takes a massive step down. Yeah. This Disney seems to be like whatever money takes. Just, just go make it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, for sure. 
we don't know you, what to do with this pile of money. <laughs> Just take it. Because when you watch those Marvel shows, it's not like there's a massive like Agents of Shield versus any Marvel movie. There was a step down in in graphics and you know whatever. But with the Disney Plus shows, there's not a step down. Like it is, you know, pretty pretty on point still. So I'm hoping there won't be a step down with the Santa Claus series. Uh, got and that then, much money, you don't know what to do with it. Might as well throw it at something. Right. And, you know, it's not like they announced, we're going to do a Santa Claus series, but we're not bringing Tim Allen back. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then there might be some problems. Yeah. But... Which is where, like, I really enjoyed the first season of Mighty Ducks because they brought Emilio Estevez back. But then him and the production company got into a big fight, so he's not coming back for the second season. Mm. So okay, yeah, that might hurt the season. Well, I mean, or at least hurt it. Did you watch the Mighty Ducks series? I I never got through it all. I watched the first like two, three. But I mean, they spent the entire season fighting to get Emilio Estevez to get over his whole grumpy like I hate hockey now and like get him back into coaching. Like they just spent the entire first season like getting him to that point. So like the last episode was finally him going, I love hockey again. I'm coming and, uh, back, but not first take it to number two. So like the whole like it kind of negates the entire first season, really. I mean, yeah, that's like awkward. the whole one of the whole major plot points of the first season was like, you know, getting Gordon Bombay back on board with hockey and coaching youth hockey. And then they're like, Oh, for the second season, not here. We've we fired him. <laughs> <laughs> The second season is going to be a continuation of the first. It's just what happened over there. Which I don't think we talked about that on the podcast at all. I don't. So, so they fired him and tried to say it was because he wouldn't get vaccinated. And then he released this whole big, like multi-page statement going, Oh no, no, I'm vaccinated. Um, I just complained about some of the onset working conditions and some of the things that they were making me do when I got COVID towards the end of the season last year. And they made me do some things, this and that. And I, I complained about it. So they fired me and they're like, no, we didn't fire. And not Disney, the production company that Disney hired to make the show. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised and Disney didn't hire, fire them. I'm kind of, yeah. But I mean, it was, it was one of those like, you know, oh yeah, he uh, we fired him because he he's uh, an anti-vaxer, and he's like, no, I'm not. I'm vaccinated, and I. <laughs> Why would they say it, that? No, I get which I, so easily just like proven. <laughs> I I guess, I guess they were hoping he wouldn't say he'd just keep his mouth shut, <laughs> or if they were the ones to say it first, then like you know, court of public opinion would be like, you Ooh. know, so so anti-Emilio. <laughs> oh. So anti Emilio because they're like he's an anti vaxxer get him. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean we're we're you know whatever. Oh. We're, we're, we're borderline <laughs> getting into a subject that uh, <laughs> we we said we wouldn't talk about. So, um, all right, just gonna keep going right in the Disney Plus train. Okay. Rumor, ha- rumor has it the Moon Knight series is coming March thirtieth. All and right, get- of this year. Of this year, okay. and we're getting and we're getting the first trailer during the Super Bowl. Oh, all right. You might have to be in separate rooms when that trailer comes on because you just don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, uh, you, <laughs> you you predicted this like in 2013. 
on one of the old podcasts when Marvel was just starting with all the Netflix stuff, you were like, a Moon Knight series. That's what they got to do. And damn it, here we are. See, I've been on this. I should start saying more things like Disney wants to give me a million dollars. They're going to financially back this podcast. Disney wants to fight. Media podcast productions. They're going to buy it. Even even though they can't air us on Disney Plus, they want to buy us and make us a a Disney subsidiary. Yeah, <laughs> late night with pop culture roulette. <laughs> they give us our like, own series, like back in the uh, back like in the nineties. Show <laughs> like back in the nineties when they were like, we can't actually put these movies out, but we want to. So we started a company called Miramax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody forgets that Miramax was owned by Disney because Disney was like, we want to put out all these R-rated movies. We we want to put out Clerks and Pulp Fiction and all that stuff, but we can't put the Disney name on them. So here's a company we've called Miramax. Right. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, if they want to start a podcast company and buy us out, boy, are we for sale. Definitely. Uh, absolutely speaking of things for sale you missed out Jeremy there was a sale recently okay and I know you're sitting on a pile of cash over there (laughs) always but the night the nightmare on Elm Street house went up for sale oh man I think I saw that article yeah yeah so the the house from the first movie went up for sale and somebody bought it for three million dollars yeah i mean i I already live on elm street so you're halfway there that would have been an easy transition i mean i feel like that i don't know where that house is located but you know i'm gonna guess california yeah probably probably not on elm street either (laughs) yeah and i also don't know how much of the three million dollar value was because it was in because it was the house from nightmare on elm street or if it was just because of the ritzy neighborhood and the size of it that it was. Right. Uh, Saw that. Damn. We could have gone in three ways. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. I have that just just sitting around. (laughs) Who doesn't these days? Um, I saw a fun fact about that house. I don't know if it's true or not, but I, I read somewhere online that Bo Burnham's last special was filmed inside that house. Like he rented it out to do his special in. Okay. But I don't know if that's true. You know, there's always people that just spout out random shit online and God forbid, you know, it's you do some research. <laughs> yeah, I go deeper and actually like do anything else besides no, read you line. Just, you just read that line and you're like, that's cool. I believe Good. it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be disillusioned of anything. I choose to believe it. I will not look into any of it further. It is correct. <laughs> that is awesome. To... I'm done with this article. I want it to be right so bad. <laughs> I, I have read the headline. That is all I need to know. Um, yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> but uh, that's more I work think... that I would have done. I wouldn't have even read the headline. <laughs> I would like... Um, not necessarily for the house to be reused in a movie, but I would like, I would like them to finally do Freddy vs. Jason Part Two. Fuck yeah! Or or just finally start redoing the Freddy movies or the Jason movies. Forget that last Freddy movie that I haven't watched. The one with uh, what's his name, Jackie Earl Haley. 
It's yeah. so bad. It's not yeah, good. Forget, forget that one. Maybe even forget the last one that they did, the new nightmare. Or no, whatever. no. Don't forget that one. Let's let's, uh, let's throw that, that one. Don't out. forget that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I mean, now that you've done Freddy vs. Jason, you know you can redo the Jason. You can do the Freddy series off of, you know, kind of go off and do your own thing with Freddy again, using that as like your converging point. Yeah. And uh, I because I think they haven't, other than Jason X, they haven't done anything with the Jason series that you can't like. Because you can just move that last Freddy movie, not Freddy movie, Jason movie, and say it was actually the second movie or the third movie, you know, wherever it was. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was still a little smarter at that point. Like, instead of saying it was a reboot or you could just, you know, retcon the story or the, you know, the storyline and, and sneak it in in there where it's like, oh, it took place between the second and third one. Or that's what was really happening on the other side of the lake when the fifth one was happening, you know, mm-hmm. Jason was over here still killing people when there was some guy over there pretending to be Jason. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They could, they could yeah, do and that. that. And that way, I mean, cause Jason X, you can always say, well, that hasn't happened yet. That's the future. <laughs> that's, right. the dis- that's the distant future. That's the distant future. This is all stuff that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, yeah. That's, so, that's so distant. It may never so you don't happen. Necessarily, you don't necessarily have to retcon it out of existence. You can just be like, well, it hasn't happened yet. Well, we haven't got there. <laughs> the only issue, though, is at the beginning of the X, when they give you the research facility title thing, don't they actually give you a date with it? Okay, we can, we can just pretend. Okay, yeah, yeah, fuck it. Right. It's fuck. not real. It was a fantasy. <laughs> And and maybe Perfect. forget and maybe forget Jason goes to hell too. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy for, to forget that one too. Where where Jason somehow grants magical powers <laughs> to people if they eat his organs. <laughs> but him getting blown apart by the Swatchy was really killer, though. That was such a good idea. Like people, like when we were kids, that was like we used to talk about that. Like, why don't you just blow them apart? And then they did it. But that was the best part of the movie. It was all downhill from there. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say that there wasn't some really kick-ass visuals in Jason X. Yeah. It was just like all of it coming together. Like Jason with the, when he was like the super soldier, like when the nanobots like put him back together, <laughs> that was, that was pretty badass. I mean, yeah. The, the, the metal hockey mask. The, yeah. And there were some pretty good kills in that movie, but overall it was just, eh. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Didn't need to happen. Stop sending things to space. Yeah, no more. <laughs> Unless it's astronauts. Don't do it. Well, I mean, that has been a long-standing uh, you know, supposition of this podcast that once the once your franchise goes to space, you have jumped the shark. Right. Yeah. Now on the other side of the token. If you start in space, when you come to Earth, is that when you jump the shark? Like, mm. like say the Alien series, like Alien versus Predator. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, I it's mean, hard to say though because Predator like started on Earth. That's a good point. Predator I'm did probably, start on Earth. They started on space and came here, but the movies all on Earth. Yeah, the first two are on Earth. The third oh. one's on another planet. And I haven't seen the fourth one yet, which I need to. The fourth, oh, the newest one that just came out. Yeah, that one's that's hilarious. 
Okay, well, not not the review I expected of this of the movie, but <laughs> oh, it's it's good. It's really funny. Like uh, Thomas Jane and Keegan Michael Key, their characters are hilarious in it. A lot of back and forth banter. It's good. Is that the one that Shane Black did? I think so. Oh. Uh, Olivia Munn's in it. Oh, yes. Because didn't Rodriguez do the didn't Robert Rodriguez do the third one? Yeah, he oh, did yeah. Predators, where it's their yeah. own planet. And... Yeah, where they have like a game preserve planet. Yeah, that one's that. that one's not good. Yeah, I saw that in theaters. I wasn't yeah, that, that one? Not that good. One could have been better, but yeah. But um, yeah, so speaking, I mean, that book of Boba Fett. Are you guys caught up on that or? No, I haven't even watched The Mandalorian. Oh, okay. All right. I think oh, like like I said for Boba Fett, I think I'm on. I think I watched the first two. Okay, so you're one behind. Well, yeah. Rod, I think I don't know if he directed the entire first season, but Rodriguez, Robert Rodriguez, directed at least the first three episodes so far. Okay. Which, like, cool. okay, we'll move on from that, so I don't ruin anything. Um. All right, how? When you're building your Legos, how anatomically correct do you need your Legos to be? That's a very odd question. Yeah, that is a very odd question. I, I don't build Legos very okay. often. Like, I buy them. I buy them for other people. Are you asking me if I add small dicks to my minifigs? <laughs> because no, I do not. Um, no, no, no. Um, are so, they coming out with like some busty Legos? No, no. I mean, they have drawn uh, some busts on their little minifigs. I was expecting, like, you know, you can get those like Yoda statues, like maybe like a Marilyn Monroe bust, <laughs> a, a, a busty Marilyn Monroe bust out of Legos. A busty bust. Yeah. Okay. No. Why, why not? Untapped market. Yeah. Yellow I mean, boobs. You oh. probably can find like the directions on how to do it online, but I'm guessing that Lego would probably never uh, release one. I mean, they so, do have so the it'd whole, be more of like a Mega Blocks thing. Mega Block, yeah. I mean, they do have the whole brickhead thing, and I mean, I I could see them, you know, probably in joking behind the scenes, going, "Oh, we should do a brick bust and make like make famous boobs in the world," or uh, yeah. Uh, with that new Netflix thing, like uh, what is it, Pam and Tommy? Oh make yeah, a, make a Pam and Tommy Lego set. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you know, I mean, if you're gonna make Lego boobs, you you've gotta be fair to the other side and, and make Lego. Um, Let's know. go with dongs. Yeah, Lego yeah. dongs. Lego yeah. dongs. So you can do. Yeah. You know, you got brick heads, brick boobs, and brick dongs. Yeah. In fact, I'd like to see just a complete stop motion recreation of the Pam and Tommy <laughs> sex tape. <laughs> While they're at it, since you brought it up, I meant to I meant to bring it up a couple weeks ago, but I forgot to write it down. You got to work on your phrasing there. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, have Have you watched the trailer for the Pam and Tommy show? Nope. Oh, okay. You should watch the trailer for it. Um, I just know it exists. It actually looks like, well, it, it looks like it's going to be more funny than serious, but it looks very interesting. And I am curious to see 
uh, how truthful it is or how much it's going to be just kind of a, we based it kind of on the events of what happened. We took some liberties in the making of this. Uh, but there were some of the FBI agents that were involved in the whole, like, but I can't, like, some of the other cast members were, like, cr- like I was like, wait, why is that person? But yeah, like, I was just looking at the cast. Like, why are Seth Rogen and Nick Offerman? Yes, they're the FBI agents who were, like, trying to figure out who stole the sex tape. Um, yeah. Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> awesome. I am so in on this. Uh, Sebastian Stan. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's have Winter Soldier play Tommy Lee. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know how accurate they're going to try to get with certain scenes. Um, oh man! Or if they're just going to intercut the actual tape with the, I don't know. Anyway, all right. It seems interesting. It's interesting enough that I think I'll give it a shot when it uh, comes out. When I, I first heard, when I first I heard it announced, I was like, and. Eh, nah. But once I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, this might actually be worth a watch. February 2nd. 2222. Okay. Nice. Remember that day. All right. Well, all right. Anyway, back to the whole why we brought up anatomically correct Legos. <laughs> yeah. Um, back to the Lego dogs. They are releasing a majestic tiger. <sighs> okay. That will have a butthole. <laughs> all right i immediately have to look this up <laughs> lego, this, you're gonna look for what a lego butthole i mean it's, majestic tiger lego that should be good yeah. enough right yeah well i mean that's how i found it but i um they were talking about it on the radio and i was like wait let, like all right i can see them because they're doing kind of like the lego technics where they have the really awesome cars or like the super detailed like you know, miniature versions of like the Ferrari Testarossa or, you know, like, but yeah, for some reason they're doing a very detailed tiger and they felt the need to slap a butthole up in there. All right. All right. <laughs> well, I'm Kevin Smith. will be really happy about that. I'm sure that is true. He, cause he always does get mad when they make toys that don't have buttholes. Right. Um, that is was this- actually the first thing I thought of. Is this Kevin Smith? <laughs> is this yes, really the first time that they have done a Lego animal with a butthole? It's like, the first time it's ever come to my attention. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, I've got to imagine that as as a child, it was really easy just to take the little flower piece <laughs> or one of the little round pieces and stick it there and be like, like uh, "I made a butthole." <laughs> yeah. But for them to actually like make it part of the directions, like here's the piece, <laughs> put it there. Careful, don't push down too hard on it. <laughs> um, I can't see any of the pictures of it from the back. Come on, Tiger, <laughs> stick that ass out. <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, I'm just going with uh, uh, that. Was what it was reported on on the radio on, on Bob and Brian. Oh that, yeah, uh, look at that. I see it now. Was a pink little circle right in the in the butt. Odd <laughs> <laughs> uh, choice. Oh, I, I the, it just it seems like a really weird choice to make. Yeah. For for Lego, 
because I mean, it's not to say that, you know, I mean, obviously it's anatomically correct. So it's not, they're not putting anything on there that they, it's not like they're just like, here's a 10 an inch dong, you know? Yeah. So that, <laughs> is it, is it going to have some meaty clackers on it too then? Um, it's anatomically correct. Or they're it not like, a, it's, it could be a lady tiger. It's not like they're not, and they're not like it comes with real humping action, you know. Clackers. <laughs> you know, like they're like, oh, here, because you know the Lego Technics that you can put the little robot, you know, the little engines in there and, and make the cars go or make robots do stuff. Yeah, you know, you, you know make it like with real humping action. Right. right. They're not doing that. Uh, but it just, <laughs> maybe they should. Yeah, why not? As long as they've got gone this far, or give it like a little like sprayer to spray piss out. <laughs> All you need is consent from the tiger. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it just it just seems like a really bizarre like thing. Uh, all of a sudden, after uh, however many years that Lego's been in existence, you know, 60, 70, 80 years now, like to just be like, you know what? Let's put a butthole on that. You could you could team up with what is it Airwick that has those like sprayers that are on a timer. Yeah. You know, like every 20 minutes it just has a little mist of uh lavender or lilac come out. Yeah. Uh, it's an air freshener. He's marking his territory. Yeah. I was at a zoo down in Chicago when That's... a tiger decided it wanted to mark its territory. They they have quite the powerful spray when they want to. <laughs> I'm gonna guess it didn't smell like uh, what else? Lavender, lavender, <laughs> lilac. No, it does not smell near like the uh, the nice Airwick air freshener does. No. <laughs> oh, that's oh. funny. Well, this this has gone off the rails. Well, that's oh, really yeah. bizarre on Lego for sure. Yeah, but well, I do wonder. Good if on them. Good. I, I do wonder. <laughs> I do wonder if like if they're going to start making like a whole series of like the majestic buffalo or the majestic you know they've done the tiger now right. so the lion the bear the unicorn that way people can't get angry because it's like this is part of the majestic series you guys knew what you were getting into yeah, when you the bought the figures you, you the bought. majestic butthole set <laughs> i'm here to buy the majestic tiger set <laughs> you got that other majestic animal yet i need that uh <laughs> I need that majestic. I need that majestic buffalo. <laughs> yeah, guy. What do you What do you coat. mean they didn't? What do you mean they didn't put the butthole on this one? Uh, where, where's the bow? Is this available right now? Like, is this going to be like one of those like chase figs? Like, do I need to purchase this think, at, like now? Honestly, I was at Walmart yesterday, um, and I wasn't necessarily looking for that. I was looking for some other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I saw the I saw a tiger set on the shelf. There was a couple of them. They didn't. I just I picked it up real briefly, and they weren't featuring the butthole on the box. So I wasn't got, sure. This needs to be featured. It's like a selling point. That really does. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't. So I wasn't sure if it was anatomically it was correct the, butthole. I wasn't sure if it was the right set or not. But I also didn't have fifty bucks to find out. Yeah. Because, uh, because as much as I love Lego, I can't afford it. It is really expensive. I, I for just a bunch of plastic, unbelievable. Well, I, I always get uh, Tony a Lego set for Christmas slash his birthday. So maybe this year I should invest in the majestic tiger <laughs> with anatomical yeah. butthole. Well, you know, 
when is when is Tony's birthday? Uh, February sixth. Well, you know the birthday uh, of a more prominent member of a team is uh, coming up a little before then. No, mine's yeah, not till but, May. Mine's but, not till May. Uh, but ben, Betty White passed away. <laughs> True. Uh, which would True. be tomorrow. She was a very prominent member of the team. She was. Unspoken member. <laughs> I might have to order this thing right now. If I order now <laughs> from Amazon, I can get it on my birthday. There you go. <laughs> You're right, Nicholas. Fifty dollars is a lot to justify for a butthole. I mean, it depends. I mean, you it depends still, on maybe, the butthole. Yeah, maybe a Lego butthole is expensive for fifty. You do, you do. However, get a fun, cool tiger. I mean, true. Made out of Lego. I mean, how many pieces is it? It is uh, seven hundred fifty-five pieces. Oh, and if you get bored with the tiger, you can turn it into a fish or a hummingbird well i mean interesting if you're a child i mean well even as an adult you could probably do it but uh you you really can do whatever you want with it uh, you don't <laughs> have now. to build whoa, whoa, now. Wait a minute. <laughs> you don't have you don't have to build a tiger you could make a house or a car right. or you know, you whatever you're imagining. A you, car you know, with a butthole. A car. It's <laughs> called a tailpipe. You yes. you can. I mean, Legos are are you know supposed to be let your imagination go wild and build whatever you want. Yeah, that's true. But I think with that set, they pretty much nailed it right off the bat with the pre yeah. one the pre instructed ones. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how I build all my Legos now. Just follow the directions, put it on the yeah. shelf. I don't know the last time I built a Lego set. Really? Yeah. Oh. Even as a kid, I didn't really have a lot of Legos. Hmm. I had a big I, giant. I had a big giant box of Lincoln Logs. Ah. Uh, I have like three totes of Legos down in the basement. Um, last last year, maybe it was the year before. I don't know. One of the last times my dad came and visited me, because um, my mom had kept a lot of my stuff. And so she kept do. And then and, once and, you get a house, they're like, take all your shit. Yeah, she kept threatening me. Once you get a house, I'm going to make you take all your stuff. And then when I moved into the trailer, I was like, well, it's still Joke. not a lot of not a jokes lot of on you, mom. I don't have space. <laughs> and then and then. Uh, so when I bought the house and dad came with his truck, like he popped open the bat- a bed of his truck and was like, here's all your stuff. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I can't deny anymore because it's you know i do have a basement where i can no. put it all that so. happened uh that happened when i got the my place too i left a bunch of stuff at my dad's because i didn't want to take it to the apartment so I, while i was at work one day he just packed up the truck opened my garage and put it all in there <laughs> i opened the garage door and there's just a pile of my stuff right in the middle of it with the note with the note here's your stuff love dad <laughs> it's a nice tactic yeah, I was like, well played. Well, that's what you get for giving your dad the key. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't locked. He just lifted it up. No. All right, well, that's what you get for not locking your house. Yeah, that's what I get for it not setting the door up. <laughs> now, now I can't do that. But, uh, yeah, just, well, I would say just wait, Jeremy, but I don't, I don't know what your situation is, so. 
<laughs> yeah, probably gonna be waiting a long time. All of his stuff is already there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why well, leave? Perfect. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. Oh. yeah, but no, I mean if you if you want to play with some Legos or some constructs, I got a whole I got totes of them down in the basement. Nice. Yeah. Come over one day. We'll just be sitting in the basement playing with Legos. Yeah, yeah. We'll maybe do something down in the basement. <laughs> we can do what we want. We're adults. <laughs> We're grown ass men. Leave us alone. We're playing with our Legos. <laughs> I I managed to hang on to a lot of my old Legos as well, but a lot of stuff got mixed in with them too. So there's like these old boxes filled with like weird like like action figures from random sets and just like accessories and it's kind of a mess. But one of these days I'd like to go through it and just like pick out and see if there's any like rare minifigs in there or anything. Nice. Yeah, yeah I, I do wonder what I have in those boxes because, you know, I I still haven't opened them since they were dropped off. <laughs> you should. You should go through there. But, uh, um, where was I? I was going to say something just now. I, I was on a track with something, but now I can't remember. Mm. That's, that's what happens. Well, since you're thinking, let me also issue a correction and say it wasn't a hummingbird that you can also turn it into. It was a panda. I don't know why I said hummingbird. Well, I mean, hummingbird. I get the confusion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're basically they're like... basically twins. Well, there's a little bird that goes next to the animal, so I thought that was like another thing, but it was like a thing that goes with all three of the animals. So, twins of the animal kingdom, hummingbirds, pandas. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's easy mistake. All right. Ah. All right. Well, so other than other than Peacemaker, what uh, other kind of media did you uh, consume this week, Jeremy? I watched The Eternals last night. Okay. What did you think? I liked it, but Jesus, what's with these lengthy movies, man? Like I, that did not need to be that long. No. How, how long is that one? It's like two hours and 40 minutes oh man well that's with all the credits i guess i mean disney plus does the weird thing where they tell you the runtime of everything but uh like 220 still a, a okay. really a really long movie still probably they longer could, than it needs to be probably could cut out like half hour 40 minutes yeah. easily have you seen it yet no i okay i didn't even know it was on disney plus yet i thought it went on there the 17th but apparently it was not no i think it was earlier in the week um, well, I'll check it out. I will say this much. I mean, I think we talked about it when I went and saw it in the theaters, but I'll, I'll, you know, spoiler free review. It is not as bad as all the people are saying it was like, it definitely doesn't deserve the, you know, the, all the, the negative ratings that Rotten Tomatoes has given it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that has to do with just review bombing. Cause how dare you have a movie with female characters or a diverse cast? Like, Oh, screw you, buddy. Oh, you've got a black character and a and a woman and gay and oh, 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 oh how dare you? Well, that's true. I did vomit from the gay cast, but after that, I really enjoyed the movie. But but I will tell you, I mean, I it just it felt more DC than Marvel. Like it's just, I mean, yeah, yeah, it did. Kumal was hilarious. But if you take him out, like the rest of the movie is just kind of like, uh, mm-hmm. like it wasn't bad. It just wasn't for me. Like it, it is the 
bottom of the Marvel list, but it's still better than a lot of other movies that were out there. I am curious to see going forward what the, what they do with it because something that happens in that movie is something that the rest of the world can't necessarily ignore. Right. So they are going to have to acknowledge things that happened in that movie in the future. Um, that and the after credit scene clearly is setting up for other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, to keep, <laughs> to keep an attempt to keep tiptoeing, uh, the thing that happens, I, I heard in the comics, they utilize that thing. Do you think they'll do that? Are you talking uh, about the first one or the second one? The what, wait a minute, <laughs> first or second like thing that happens? Probably after there's, credit scene. There's, there's, there's oh, the, the two I, I, after credit scenes. I'm talking about the thing that people can't ignore that happens in the in the world. Oh, yeah. Um, I think something like that did happen in the comics, but I am not honestly well versed on the Eternals. I'm not really into the cosmic comics as much. So like I knew of the guardians of the galaxy. I just didn't know them very well before the movies. Um, Nova Corps, a lot of that stuff. Like once, once the X-Men go into space and start dealing with the Shi'ar, I lose interest real fast. Gotcha. <laughs> um, so like, I know that sword exists like I know, like Captain Marvel went off to space and did stuff, um, you know, because I'm not giving away any spoilers with with the the Spider-Man Far From Home, where he was over in Europe and fighting Mysterio, mm-hmm. where at the end you discover that that uh, Nick Fury and Maria Hill were actually Skrull, and oh, yeah. and the real Nick Fury and Maria Hill are off on a spaceship doing something. Um, I, unless Galactus is hanging out on the planet fighting the Fantastic Four, I don't care. <laughs> I find that I like, which is weird because like I love Star Wars, I love Alien, I love I love those movies. But when it came to reading the comics, like I just I lose real interest going into outer space for some reason. So I like not, reading about space, but you want to watch about space. Yeah, so I'm not overly familiar with the Eternals as as a whole. Um, I'm also not 100% sure how they're related to Thanos. I know they are. Um, I know that, you know, the the deviants and and the whole, you know, because the big guy that shows up, Mm -hmm. um, I know that the the Celestials, that's what they're called. I know that the Celestials and Thanos are somehow related to each other or they're intertwined at some point. Mm. So I don't, even though, you know, spoiler alert for a three, four year old movie, Thanos is dead, but I don't think, but I don't think, I don't think we're done with the story of the, of Thanos or just his people in general. Um, because there are other things that happen. There are other things that can be brought in, especially once, you know, the Fantastic Four actually show up, which rumor is that even though, because um, Mark, Mark Webb, David Webb, I can't remember. Whoever Webb that directed the last three Spider-Man movies. I think it's Mark. Is Mr. Po- Webb. 
is supposedly instead of doing the fourth Spider-Man movie, the next movie he's doing will be the Fantastic Four movie. Oh, good. That's cool. So, because I mean, on Twitter, people have been blowing up with, "Oh, it's con- oh, you know, heavy rumor John Krasinski's actually been hired as as you know Mr. Fantastic," which perfect casting. But they've been talking about it for so long now. All right, nerd culture, listen to me very carefully. All right, I need I need you to focus. You too, not so much, because I know where you live. <laughs> um, Perfect. Mental, mentally and physically, I know where you both live. But uh, <laughs> I'm talking I'm talking to our listeners. I need you to focus. I need you to listen in. All right. I know you can't see me right now, but pretend you can. Look into my eyes. Okay. If John Krasinski does not get hired to be Mr. Fantastic, that doesn't automatically make the next Fantastic Four movie bad. Okay? Just because that's what we want, and that's what you have all fan-written out, and that's what you've all, I believe the term is stand. (laughs) Um, That doesn't mean that what they're going to do isn't going to be as good, if not better than what you think you've come up with. Okay. Just because we want John Krasinski and Emily Blunt doesn't mean we'll get them. All right. Mm. So, but I get everything I want. (laughs) So let's take a deep breath. (sighs) Prepare ourselves for that not happening. Okay. I have no proof, but I'm also going to say that I do know that um, Lucy Lawless almost had a role on the Mandalorian or in this, in a star Wars movie. But so a bunch of fans had written a whole lot of stuff online about Lucy Lawless doing this or Lucy Lawless doing that. And it scared Disney off. So she didn't get the role. Mm. Okay. So there's a chance that because you morons won't shut up, <laughs> that even if John Krasinski wants to do it, they might not offer it to him. <laughs> well, that was a very impassioned speech, but I still think people are going to bitch. <laughs> yeah, they will. I mean, you know, they're not welcome to the internet. Yeah. Michael Keaton is going to be terrible as Batman, and now everybody calls him one of calls him the best Batman. (laughs) Mister Mom, yeah. Let's think about some of the casting that everybody said was going to be terrible, and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. Or the casting casting that people were like, "This is going to be terrible," and it worked out great. Or that they said would be great and was awful. Yeah. Yeah, so let's let's just all let's all take a step back and know that they're the ones making the movies. Theoretically, they know more than we do. Yeah. <laughs> no matter who they cast, it's still the Fantastic Four, and it won't be good. I well, wow. Disney did make a really Tra- good fan- track record. Proves Disney made a really good Fantastic Four movie. They called it The Incredibles, but it was really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say track record shows Fantastic Four movies are not that good. No, but I think it's not hard. I mean, granted, I know that there's been four of them. I've seen all four of them. Three of them are horrendous. One of them is okay. Is tolerable. 
is tolerable. It, what's, what's the okay one? The first one? No, that's the worst one. <laughs> uh, no, uh, no. Really? Four, I'd four, say Fan Four Stick is. Yeah, what about that bad. fucking abomination that Josh Trank made? Okay, you're right. Okay, so for me, the fourth Fantastic Four movie, the one that Josh Trank made, is the worst one, okay. hands down. Okay. Followed closely by the Roger Corman one made in the early 90s. Okay. That, was one, that one is pretty darn bad as well. Is that the Michael Chiklis? No, no. One? So if, if we had to rank them bad to worse... Or bad to worse. Okay. Worst. Worst, worst to bad. Worst, worst to, bad. to bad. Okay. So number four, the worst one is the fourth one, the one that Josh Trank made. Fan four stick. With with for whatever reason, Miles Teller. Um all right, that one's bad. The one that Roger Corman made with a bunch of no name actors, that one was pretty bad. <laughs> but they weren't exactly trying to make a good movie there, and it can be enjoyable. And it's cheesiness. Yeah. Rise of the Silver Surfer or Reign of the Silver, whatever they call it. Silver Surfer comes in. That one was bad because they made Galactus a giant cloud rather than actually a thing, like a real like person. Um, uh-huh. But you would have thought they would have learned from the Hulk movie that that's not what you should do. Or maybe the Hulk movie didn't learn from the Fantastic Four movie. Whichever order those two came out, I don't remember. Uh, either way, one of the two should have learned that it didn't work, but they went ahead and did it anyway. Um, and then the first one with Michael Chiklis and Jessica Alba and all them is at least watchable. It's fun. It's not good, but it's at least. Yeah, that's what I meant by first. I forgot about the Roger Corman one. Yeah, that's the one I went with first. That's Michael Chiklis one. Yeah. So, but I, I think, I mean, given the level of Marvel movies pre- Iron Man. Well, maybe even pre-Blade. But that's not that's not necessarily accurate either because well, all right, definitely pre-Blade, every Marvel movie was was pretty sketchy. Because you had you had Howard the Duck. <laughs> which mm-hmm. awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fun and it's in my DVD collection, but it's not good. In my uh, pop had, collection. You had a uh, a 1990-1991 Captain America movie, which, yeah, by the looks on both of your faces, you didn't know existed. Though, that right that was the, the made-for-TV one? Uh, probably. I can't remember where. I know I watched it on TV, but oh, I really? don't. It wasn't like I watched it on like a Saturday afternoon because somebody was like, yeah, like they put him in like a foam outfit and like I think his helmet was a motorcycle helmet that they just glued wing like little yellow wings to. Yeah, it was nice. it was uh, the Fantastic Four movie was pretty bad. Uh they did a Nick Fury movie with with uh David Hasselhoff. Wow. Um, that one was pretty bad. Uh, Blade was what kind of turned it around for Marvel because then they did Blade and X-Men. Uh, the Blade movies are fun. I mean, the third one does get a little whatever. Same with the X-Men. The first two are really good. But seems to be the third one for a lot of those. Um, Fantastic Four kind of fell apart again. The three Spider-Man movies were, well, again, the third one is where it really falls apart. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
But then after Iron Man, like they seem to have figured that problem out. And uh, the third Iron Man, not very good. I disagree. I would. I, would disagree. I don't. I don't like the second one either. I would disagree with you, but I would also say that the third Thor movie is the best of the three. Yeah. 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 You guys seen um, Shang Chi yet? Yes. Mm-hmm. Justin, you have. Yep. Okay. Since oh, we're talking about see that one. Yes. How about that Mandalorian reference? That was cool. Or Mandarin, not Mandalorian. Sorry. <laughs> Got Star Wars. I was like, I'm, I must have missed that. <laughs> the Mandarin room. That was cool. I didn't know he was even going to be part of that at all. I did. I did like that they kind of redeemed. You had, you had to watch that little mini episode before. Oh yeah, you did tell me to do that actually. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. that ties it all together. I made sure I watched that first. Yeah. But they it did it did kind of redeem that character a little bit from the second movie. Third movie. Third movie. Um I mean I didn't have a problem with it. I just I do like the fact that they kind of saved the idea that Mandarin that was just a whole joke to begin with thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um I enjoyed the Mandarin. I thought it was not the Mandarin. Um, I enjoyed Shang-Chi. I thought it was really good. I think Walt is way off on it. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, um, I, I don't then, know what his opinion is on it, but I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. Our buddy Walt. <laughs> it started off a little, It started off slow, but then it picked up and it just kept going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that first 10, 15 minutes where there's not a word of English spoken. Is is a little like uh, yeah. This is a reading movie. What? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> yeah, I do hope for the sake of of the series moving forward that they continue to keep Shang Chi and Aquafina's character like platonic. Yeah, um, I think that would ruin it if they tried to make them sort of romantic interest with each other. Um. I actually, I was thinking about it, and I think that um, one of the worst parts of the Eternals was forcing a sex scene to be in the movie at all. <laughs> um, not because, I mean, not because you know I'm anti-sex scene or anything like that, yeah. but because it doesn't really, <laughs> because it doesn't really fit with the tone of the movies in general. And I, I kind of like the fact that, like, for the most part other than like Scarlet Witch and the Vision, like they've kept relationships out of the picture. Like it's not really like, oh, who's hooking up with who or, you know. Yeah, it's it's really unnecessary to a lot of the storylines. Right. You know, and, you know, most of the relationship stuff is either background noise or just kind of like a way to move the, the plot forward for a few minutes, but not, they're not making the relationship the plot. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's where I thought that, like, kind of forcing a sex scene into a Marvel movie was kind of like it just it felt out of place and yeah, unnecessary. I agree with that. That did seem a little unnecessary. I haven't seen it yet, but I have to agree. <laughs> so, need to be uh, in there. so you watched, uh, all right, Jer- Justin? You were kind of busy this week, but did you? And I, was, I know that, Jeremy, you had a lot of free time this week, so you were able to watch a lot more than you normally do. Yeah. But, Justin, do you get a chance to watch anything this week we're talking about? Not that I remember. All right. I, I, 
I watched War Games, a movie from 1983. So, <laughs> all right. Good. Hey, let, let me let me watch one of Matthew Broderick's first movies. <laughs> It's a way to keep myself. It's a way to keep myself on top of the pop culture, uh, uh, you know, heap of, of watching movies that came out in 1983. <laughs> yeah, right. Be- before uh, two thirds of this podcast were born. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's this uh, movie before you were born called War Games. Well. Um, I mean, I hopefully I remember, but happy birthday for on uh, two days early. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I I think probably not next. Uh, I well, that, that's all fair stuff. So um, yeah, let's so, let's, let's stay professional here. Let's stay because <laughs> that if anything, we are known as as the most professional podcast on the market. Oh, yeah. We stay we stay on topic. Our phones oh, never go off. Our never. animals never go crazy. <laughs> we, we keep to our release schedule. No. <laughs> professional yeah, and per, professional and punctual. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right. Well then, um, let's talk more about Lego buttholes. Yeah, let's get back to the buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> well, as as you go along and you've decided you want to put buttholes on Legos or. You've decided for some reason that uh, you are going to fire the reason that you have made an entire season of a show to begin with. Just uh, remember, America, that stupid never walks alone.